0: Tato. Welcome along to a mini-sode, another one, excitement class. This one is happening because I forgot to ask Shirley Shaban a question that I've been asking everybody. I talked to her before school initially, then we came back for our homework after school where she answered the following question in a very new and interesting way that no one really has before. So thank you to her and sit back and listen to what Shirley has to say. So a question I have been asking everybody and has been very many and varied in their responses, I will also ask you, so what has your relationship been like with your body over your life? And has there been evolution with that and a journey you've been on with it?
1: Yes, it's been interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> possibly not in the traditional way. When I was about eight or nine years old, I started developing a medical disorder with my hair oh. and it meant that. Long and the short of it, it meant that I got less and less and less on my head. And so it got to the stage when I was starting high school that I had long hair before then, but I would have to keep it tied up in a top bun, top knot, ponytail type of thing to hide what was missing. So it was like an actual ball patch? Oh, yeah, massive. Yep, all over my crown. Yep, so it was quite severe. It didn't affect me in any other way, though. But you can imagine the teenage years, you're trying to be a part of something. and yes. uh, Yes. So it was a new new area for my family as well. Lots of change. Plus I was this person with weird hair. So you can imagine PE lessons. I faked sickness every gymnastics lesson because I just couldn't stand the idea of doing a forward roll, of course, or swimming of or course, any course. of that. So I don't know if I'm naturally a sporty person, but I totally <laughs> flunked sport because I just never participated. <laughs> All right. And you haven't felt the need to go back. No, not really. no, right. I, I do kayak, but um, but that's separate. But, yes, yeah, so it it made me very, very withdrawn, very uh, I was always confident in myself, but never confident around other people, right? Mainly because I was just covering up and trying my best to cover it and knowing that it looked really stupid anyway. And so when I left school and when I was seventeen, and I managed to get into uni early. And, oh, the first six months, oh, I got a wig towards the end of high school and that was just the worst thing ever. There used to be an Australian show on TV, uh, I think it was called Fast Forward or something, where they, one of the characters was Kylie Mole. Yep. Yep, and she had this awful black hair that just stuck out with a really severe fringe. It stuck out, and my wig looked exactly like that. And that was about the time it was on TV. Oh, my God, and were children kind? (laughs) No. (laughs) What a stupid question. No, I I was targeted for a few a few choice words. Was me.
0: it, it just goes, it goes, it just goes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's sorry, that yeah. might be
1: traumatic for you. It just, no, no, <laughs> it just went. I've always been a pretty confident person, so I could take it and I didn't take the bullying personally, but well done. it didn't make me the most social person at school. No, I'm sure. Yeah. So for about six months after I went to uni, I kept the wig and then I thought, nah, stuff it, I'm going to have a transformation in my life. And I shaved it all off. And there are stereotypes with skinheads that I don't like, and so the skinhead culture is absolutely not my culture, you know racism and neo nazism and all that stuff that's totally not me, but I shaved my head and wore wore fluty hippie clothes that I made and danced bare feet around trees that kind of that kind of tree hugging behavior <laughs> oh yeah and i'm I'm still very much a tree hugger, but I felt so free, yeah, because finally I didn't have to hide anymore this aspect of my body that I just hated, yeah, and I peroxided the stubble that I had left because I've got naturally dark hair, so you could still see that there's patches where there's nothing, you know, and so I peroxided that, so I was like this blonde, faint halo <laughs> for years when I was at uni of a skinhead, and then I went into the workforce, and you can't really do that, especially as a teacher as a teacher, so I wore yeah. scarves. And then a lot of people thought that I was uh, possibly related to some religious sect or something because of the scarves. And then then I had to explain, no, it's actually medical. And then there'd be all this pity. Oh, you've got cancer. No, no, I'm not dying. It's just my hair. Stuff like that. So, yeah, my relationship with my body has been interesting because it's mainly been that. Yeah, right. That I hated it. It's so not fair. But I was so ashamed of it for so many years. Even with wearing the scarves, I just hated that people knew that I was wearing a scarf because it was medical. Yeah, And it got to the point where I went, actually, people don't really care as much as I think they care.
0: No. If they
1: know me, they know me Watson, and all. They know me hair or no hair yeah and so I've only really I've this is a wig now that I'm wearing oh, I was about to say you seem to have a full full right so it's a wig I've got a few different wigs if you look at my videos like the menopause rap sitting people say you're wearing wigs it's like well I only wear wigs <laughs> yes <Yeah, so laughs> so I was about to
0: say and now you just wear wigs
1: all of the time right I okay. do I do but now I do it differently when I was at high school I was so upset That it was such a bad quality '90s synthetic Kylie Mole wig. Yes, that everyone could tell. Wigs these days have transformed. I would not have told. I mean, this this one now most people, unless I told them, would not know. Yeah, you know, unless I'm scratching my head and the whole hair moves, (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I can freak people. Do you like glue them down? No, no, it's 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 got elasticated at the back. But I wouldn't go out on a super windy day without a hat or a hoodie or something like that. I'm not stupid with it. Right. But it's so freeing now that I wish I had a full head of hair. Although now it would probably be all gnarled and gray and grotty anyway. (laughs) So who cares? So now I can change hairstyle whenever I like because wigs only have a shelf life really of let's say a year and a half, two years before they start looking at it scraggly. anyway. Oh, okay, even hair right. ones. Yeah. And so all my old ones I now keep. And I've got this lovely wardrobe for videos of all my old wigs. You do it. I did notice <laughs> that you were quite fond of the wig yes. and looking at your channels. now you know why. Yes, now absolutely. you know why. There, there was one video I did during the first lockdown. It was a commentary on how people's hair keeps growing in lockdown and they can't go to the hairdressers and they're having to get their partners to cut their hair. And it's a bit scary for them it's because happening. they do know what they do a lot in Auckland right now. It's I'm happening. Well, a tip, A topical song for that, instead of the Backstreet Boys, I want it that way, it's cut my hair that way. So showing my husband magazine pictures, please cut my hair that way. And uh, I used a sped up video with him actually cutting my hair. And a bunch of people commented, oh, look, don't worry, it will grow back. like, no, it actually won't. (laughs) It's a wig. It's an old wig. It's okay. You you feel like doing a video where you just walked? No, just just like I also, I probably don't talk too much more about the condition behind it because it's, there's stigma and stuff as well. But I, you know, I've accepted it, but I'm not going to flaunt it. Right. Someone who's got a, a wobbly tummy that they don't like, once they accept it, they're still probably not going to wear a bikini. Right. In in that same way. Right, yes, yeah. so okay. I know children children at school, they all know because it's a great talking point, you know, for, for kids if they say, well, no one's going to like me because I've got freckles or no one's going to like me because... Whatever reason we all we all have different reasons for things, and I can tell them my story. You know, no one liked me. I thought because I had not proper hair. You have proper hair, no, I don't, and I wiggle it around and oh, look at that. And kids ask me to show show them my my scalp, and I don't do that. I say well, actually, some things are private as well. Right? So, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's my body story. Yes. And I know that
0: fairness thing, right? Because I'm epileptic, and I was diagnosed mm. epileptic when I was sixteen. So I had my first seizure in school assembly. So that was oh, fun. not fun. Oh, not fun. And I wrote in my diary, it says, it's like when I read this, I just cried because it's so heartbreaking. Mm. But it said, um, oh, this is not fair. I can't believe it. First of all, I'm fat. Second, not particularly attractive. And now
1: this. It just comes all in waves to the wrong people, doesn't it? No. That's <laughs> not
0: fair. And I'm like, but, I'm a fox for fucks. But I just got it I was I was <laughs> yeah, not particularly attractive for now this and it was like, man, I knew that I had yeah. some issues, but I, yeah. <laughs> I Only read that again about
1: ten years ago and was like, Oh, oh my gosh. god. I was I was quite involved in drama at high school. Surprisingly. And music and all that stuff as well. Yes. But I was in a drama troupe where we were performing in front of other people and it was like a skit where I was stuck to a chair and someone was meant to lift me by the neck, but they lifted me by the sides of my hair and lifted my wig clean off. And so I remember just putting it on and continuing the drama and then just going somewhere and just crying and crying and crying and crying. And and they crying. probably felt pretty bad, did they? Oh, look, I was crying as much for them as for me, yeah. you know. <laughs> Because you, you don't want the, you don't want to surprise people that mean way, but there's so much freedom in accepting the things that you can't change. Yes, and going look, this is this is what it is. It sucks, but actually, I get to not have grey hair ever. I can have pink hair tomorrow. I can have green hair the next day. I can be long the next day, short the next day. It yeah. gives me a lot of freedom. And do you do that? Not usually, not. <laughs> i boring for that. But I could. I've got I've got a pink wig, but it doesn't look as good on me as I thought it would. Right, you do you do a Susie Wiles uh, situation? <laughs> <I'm hearing that laughs> yeah, well, I'd I'd love to.
0: <laughs> Some people I know, Pinky Agnew, in my first podcast, said she doesn't subscribe to. You can only find someone to love you when you love yourself. Like, did did finding your
1: husband did that help mm-hmm. with the acceptance or? Um, I accepted myself before I found him. Great, but I was still wearing scarves. I was just so delighted that it was just a non-issue for him, because I was I was never active in the dating scene ever. I've I've always been quite a I'm fine, thank you very much, and um, (laughs) because you just don't want to go down that road. It's like oh, by the way, my hair's not real. Do you still want to talk to me? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's so. Oh, that's quite heartbreaking. But he was so so accepting, and he's just lovely. Yes. And you know what? We've all got stuff. And for me, as a child and as a teenager, I think what could be worse than my hair not being real? And for you, it could be epilepsy. For someone else, it could be the freckles. Mm. For someone else, it's the puku. When we personify things, they're always worse than they are. And actually, I don't have hair. I'm alive. It's okay. And I think it's
0: often worse to us than it is to anyone else.
1: Very often. Yeah. Very often. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm actually, and I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but I'm grateful in some ways for it because I am a person who can do quite a few things reasonably well. Yep. I can do music. I'm good in my field professionally, all that stuff. It's good to have something that humbles me because I think if – seriously, if if I didn't have this, I might be quite an arrogant brat. Do you know what? I really don't think you would. <laughs> Really I, don't, I, mean, I haven't had the opportunity to find out, so I'm glad that I'm being spared that. But it's certainly kept me really grounded and humble. Right, okay. And, and accepting of people with weirdnesses themselves. Because yes. it's like, well, I'm, I've got a proper weirdness, so I can totally accept you.
0: Yeah. yeah. For me, I guess around medical difference is something mm. that I'm accepting of, interested in, etc. Yeah. That's a friend so of mine so. does a podcast called That's So Chronic, and it's all about different chronic oh. conditions. So she's that got would be me. interesting. Yeah, it yeah. is. Do you know yeah. interview me? I have four things wrong with me. <laughs> so, oh, Asthma, epilepsy, also I'm a, I'm a basket case, but I, I, I keep on going. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> thank you, even though I'd be happy not to have any of it and be not humble at
1: all. <laughs> it, it humbles us. It's a good thing. Yeah, right.
0: so, yeah that is interesting, right? Okay, oh. good. well,
1: thank you very much for that. No worries.